0: Fizzy drinks. Do you like them? Would you be prepared to pay more for them? Director of the Social Sciences Connections Research Institute at the Technological University of the Shannon. Dr. Frank Houghton is with me now. They've been looking into this. Good morning to you, Frank. How are you?
1: Good morning. Many thanks for inviting me on. You are very welcome. So explain something to me. Do we not have a sugar tax already? We do have a sugar tax. Yeah. Um, as, as as most people are probably aware, um, if you drink something with sugar, with sugar, that's sort of between five and eight grams per hundred mils, it should cost an extra five cents. And if you drink something that has more than eight grams of sugar per hundred mils, it should cost uh, eight cents more a can. Oh, sorry. Eight cents. Uh, yeah. Eight cents more uh, a can. Um the research that uh, my colleagues and I, that's Jennifer Moran-Stuitz and Love of Nuancey, have conducted, though, has found that um, almost bizarrely enough, uh, in 60% of cases that we analysed, whether you're buying the sugar-free or the full sugar uh, drink, it's actually costing the same. Uh, the, 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 the sugar tax, um, to some extent, isn't having the necessary impact that we thought it might.
0: Uh, one second now. So, because in any other type of tax that the consumer is faced with you know VAT or excise duty on fuel it's passed on and who's paying for it if in the sugar tax case I'm not paying for it if I buy certain fizzy drinks
1: Uh, No, um, as you say, in 60% of cases, you're not. All we can, well, I suppose there's there's two potential scenarios here. One is that the industry is simply absorbing the cost themselves. The retail industry is simply absorbing the cost themselves. And the other, I suppose, is that potentially um, they have simply raised the price of both the full sugar and the sugar-free to the same level.
0: So that's a workaround, isn't it? I mean, that, that one way or the other, if that's happening in 60% of the cases that you analyzed, it is not doing what the sugar tax was designed to do.
1: It's definitely not having that dissuasive effect that we were hoping. You know, obviously, sugar intake is linked, well, not, not only to gum disease, obviously, but also to obesity. And then obesity, as, uh, as, as, as we all know, is linked to diabetes, stroke, heart disease, cancer. So, no, it, from, a, from a sort of shopper perspective, it's, it's, it's really not having the impact, uh, I think, that was anticipated. Uh, and therefore, that's one of the reasons why, uh, as researchers, we're actually calling for the sugar tax to be doubled so that, um, you know, almost to to force the supermarkets not to absorb that cost.
0: Right. Uh, This is work by Limerick researchers, including Dr. Frank Houghton. Part of findings recently been published in the UK Journal of Public Health. Um, So so this is a policy issue then for the government. Um, uh, And they're they're going to have to uh, take on board, presumably, what you've discovered here.
1: Well, we're definitely hoping so. This this is known as the uh, an examination of the pass-through rate. The pass-through rate is is the extent to which a company does or or doesn't actually pass on a tax. So, so we do feel, yeah, the the sugar tax should be doubled. Uh, I and mean, we even found some cases in our analysis where the sugar-free version of some drinks uh, was actually uh, dearer than the full sugar drink. Um, I, I I suppose most often people will have seen it. I'm sure you've seen it yourself. You go into a supermarket and, and maybe on the two-liter bottles, you see an offer, you know, any three for a fiver or any three for six euros and that. So that's what we noticed a lot of, The uh, you know, the the fact these drinks were often the same price. Right. Now, I, I would uh, just say one thing. It's it's, it's not all uh, negative news. Um, when we sort of conceived this study, we figured we'd be looking at a whole range of drinks, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Club, 7-Up, Sprite, Fanta. Now, when we actually went to do our analysis, what we found is that some of the major brands have actually reformulated, uh, you know, the ingredients. So by the time we came to do our analysis, 7up, Sprite and Fanta had actually all changed their formula, for want of a better word, um, so that they all, even the full sugar versions came in at under the five grams uh, you know, um right, limits. so so, so they, it, they were,
0: it had a positive impact in that sense, but just one other quick question then will sure. the government have to specify if they increase the sugar tax that it is in fact passed on? I mean, it sounds bizarre, but will they have to do that
1: <laughs> I, I I mean, at one level, I'd like to answer yes, absolutely, and yet I I can't really think of any examples where. The Irish government has specified a particular price. I mean, I I, I can't uh, think I, of know, any examples where the... people haven't passed on the tax. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as I say, there is good news uh, in March of this year's Pepsi actually reformulated so so anyone that drinks full sugar Pepsi out there I don't know if they noticed the difference uh, but apparently in March of this year the end of March, they reformulated as well so I suppose okay. another thing we're hoping for is can we see some of the others do that as well
0: Right, well listen, you'd have to come back to us with your next piece of analysis and reporting on this is really, really interesting a director of the Social Sciences Connections Research Institute at TUS Uh, Dr. Frank Horton, thank you for your time. Your
1: views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nesh on Live ninety five.